You're listening to that. <laughs> Crotch Goblins podcast. Hey, thank you for joining me, everybody. Uh, today I have Cameron or David. I've always known you by Cameron. That's your middle name, right? Cameron. Huh? Cameron. Cameron. <laughs> yes. Um, father of how many now? Six. Six? Oh my oh, goodness. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> when I first met you, it was what? Two? <laughs> yeah, actually, it was one when you first or no it was three when you first met me three oh good lord you should have stopped while you were ahead <laughs> that's, yeah well, that's why i went down it's all with so. love you know it's all with love <laughs> <laughs> so cameron i really am so happy that you agreed to be on here today because uh we've known each other for God, i was trying to think about that what is that at least 15 years at least 15 years, a long ass time. And it's crazy too, because we haven't been like really consistent in each other's life. It's like pop in really good, then out, then in, and then out. Like <laughs> It's like the tides. My whole life. <laughs> the tides of life. <laughs> um, okay, so I, I got, I'm, so I, like I said earlier, I really just want to dive into, you've been in a lot of toxic relationships. Uh, I'm being honest. I'm sorry, but you know, you let something good go here. You know, you should have stuck with it while you had it, but. <laughs> oh man, I was young and I was just doing my own thing. You were young and dumb and caught up in the wrong flags. Hanging out with all those fucking Airway Heights kids, man. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you what, that that's the problem. I think <laughs> those who were smart got out of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so okay let's go back and we don't have to go crazy but i want to go back to your first and again this is nothing on her you know like we're not going to say her name or right, if you say her name that's fine but you know we're not going to go into who where when where what you know but so when i met you she as my cousin had put it she's a crazy bee who has lost six screws to the wind and i have no idea why he's still with her or why he keeps going back to her and then you told me that she would literally beat herself with a pan or throw her head against the wall scratch herself and then she would call the cops saying you beat her and try and get you arrested which she did it come you know for a few times wait, wait hold on who are you talking about my my second kid's mom i believe I, I believe so yeah the one i was with when i yeah uh, yeah okay so yeah um yeah she do she, she never called the cops though um oh. she never did but yeah she would like hit herself uh one time i had to go to work and uh he was all mad about something i don't remember what but she came outside and started headbutting her basketball hoop just the metal you know i thought man um wouldn't that be like a bad red flag? Like this bee is crazy. I should probably leave. I was like nineteen, twenty. I don't know. Yeah, and it was only my <laughs> second serious relationship. Um, okay, I was so with her probably seventeen. When I so she her. wasn't a redhead. You know, they say redheads are better because they're crazy. You know. <laughs> I don't think I've ever met a crazy redhead yet. I know with <laughs> a couple. They weren't crazy. Well, so okay, so after that or leaving that relationship what finally drew you to leave that relationship um it was 2013 
we had just had a baby, um, my daughter, who's nine now. Um, she was three months old. Uh, I went down to the bar with my brother Adam. I don't know if you met him. And uh, we came home, and she was there with uh, one of her friends who I didn't like because she threatened to shoot me before in the past, and she's a little fucking crazy too. And I told her to leave. She didn't leave, so I called the police and told them, hey, you don't come get out of here. I don't want her here no more. And uh, my kid's mom... Uh, I think she said she was drinking tequila and some shit like that. Um, but when the cops came to remove her friend, she got all pissed off with the cops and started fucking with the cops. So they arrested her. And uh, they told me, uh, don't worry, we'll hold her for 24 hours. We'll be all right. Um, I think they maybe held her for an hour, if that, and let her go. Oh, wow. And I think we lived within five, six blocks of the court, of the jail. Yeah. And- Came home, couldn't get in the front door because it's the secure door. Uh, so she went on to the back and kicked in the back door. Uh, I didn't hear it. I was sleeping. I had uh, my three-month-old in my arms, and um, I, I just got woken up to being hit in the head. And she was a big girl. She hit pretty hard. I was really dazed and confused for um, a couple minutes. Uh, but I rolled out of bed, got to the living room, and I still had my three-month-old in my hand because um, I didn't know who was hitting me. I didn't know what was going on. Um, but yeah, so I'm not living with these taking shots at me and, and all I'm trying to do is like, you know, protect the baby and stuff. And um, she finally uh, grabbed me, threw me on the ground. And she, when she grabbed me, she grabbed me so hard, she punctured um, like all my, she punctured my skin with her nose. And um, finally, after I was down and she couldn't hit me no more, I kind of got my shit back together and realized it was going on and. I'm pretty much just in my box at this point. And so I just, you know, went back and kicked her in the chest and she hit the ground. I ran out the front door to the neighbor's house, calling, yelling. Uh, she called the cops. She took off before the cops showed up and she uh, drove her mom. And that was it. Like the next day, the restraining order and stuff. And that was it for me. That was, and it really wasn't me. It was the fact that she could have hit that kid. You know, my little daughter is three months old. Not because of the damage. So, yeah, that was when I was like, it's over. I'm not doing this no more. And yeah, that's when we our separate ways. So, Lauren was your first? She's my third baby mom. Third, okay. But second serious relationship. I was with her for third relationship, second baby mom. <laughs> yeah, pretty much 10 years, 11 years, something like that, kind of awesome. So, so you left that toxic relationship. Can you, sitting now where you're at, can you look back and see any red flags leading up to that point? Oh, yeah. She was uh, very physical, mentally. I mean, even before all this, he used to throw my shoes at me and my steel-toe boots and hit me with them and shit and just talk a lot of shit. And the only reason you stayed with her is because you would got her pregnant? Yeah, I actually um, moved to Hawaii. And me and my older brother moved to Hawaii back in 08, and we plan on living there. And then she... Um, she called me and was like, hey, I'm pregnant as a kid. And so I was like, okay, well, you know, I want to do the right thing. So I hopped back on the plane and came back and got back together again. And she was the one that uh, also broke my nose as well. Have you not learned from other people's stories? Like, just because you aren't, you know, just because you're the dad doesn't mean you have to be in a relationship with them. Toxic yeah. or not. Yeah, There's another I know. thing I called if now. if you're gonna play around, wrap it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> heard that. 
So, okay, so then we we move on, and then Lauren was another toxic relationship. Who? Your third, your second baby mama. Yeah, the one we were just talking about, yeah. That was her. That was her. Good lordy. Telling you what. <laughs> that was, so, so after she already had, where was your first child? She, uh, I was like 17. She, we never got together. No, no, no. Oh, okay. So she had your other child at the time. Yeah, my my third and fourth. No, that's what I'm saying. Okay, so I'm saying after your second baby, you went back to your first baby mama. Is that correct? Okay, so um, so I had two kids before. I had two kids when me and Lauren were split up. Um, one when I was like seven. Actually, before I don't know. It was before me and her got together. We had the one, and then I had the second one, and then. Lauren got pregnant. We got back together and she had got pregnant in 07, Adam in 08. Okay. So, so the crazy one we just talked about was when you were on a breakup of Lauren. My, I'm on a current one. No, 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 no. <laughs> See, this is where you've had too many girls. We can't get them straight. No, because, <laughs> so the first two girls I got pregnant, I was never, I never dated any of them. It was just one night stand thing. And oh. then I got back with Lauren. Who was the one that broke your nose, called the cops? Oh. That one we just talked about. That was Lauren. That was the one that you were done with. Yeah, that's the one when we flipped in 2013. 2013 but i'm saying leading up to that right you can't use that you know you stayed with her for the kids sake what i mean from everyone that is you've talked to or you've heard or seen because i'm sure you watch tiktok you've seen youtube videos yeah. things like that and people are like don't do it for the kids it's better if you stay separate why was it that you felt you needed to be together for the kids um because I, I didn't want to be like my father who took off on me when I was two years old. Mm-hmm. So, like, when she called me and I was in Hawaii, uh, like, it cost me, like, I think 800 bucks to jump on a fucking plane and come back. And so, you know, I just wanted to be there and, you know, be better than my dad was. Yeah. But being active, right, in the child's life, whether you're together with the mom or not, would still be better than your father, right? Yeah, but she made that I mean, now looking at it, I know it doesn't fix anything, but looking at it, right, like, that you know, because because that's something that's funny to say, but you and my husband have shared that. My Jesse's father was in and out of his like he was gone when he was three. His dad split, so he's yeah. going for milk and never came back, and mm-hmm. then um popped back in his life at like eight. And you know, all he's got is negative memories of him. But just to be an active person, like. We're not going to get divorced, but we've said like if there was if there for any reason had to be a divorce, we would one hundred percent be co-parents, and no matter what came to it, mom and dad are happy happy go luckies when it comes to the kids. Yeah. Afterwards, we can bitch and moan and whine and cry to each other, but you know because when it comes down to it, right, it is about the kids. But wouldn't you guys have been better? being apart than being together um i don't just back so then i was too... so your kids didn't see that your their mom okay in this you know that's how relationships work women throw things at you and scream at you and call police on you 
Well, and I don't, I, I think my kids were always sleeping for any of our fights, honestly. Oh, they're never asleep. Well, right now, my son tells me he remembers. I remember when you got, you and dad got in that fight, and I was like, it was like midnight, and you were supposed to be asleep. Yeah. Well, no, and like I said, uh, you know, she made it really hard for me for a long time. Like any time we would split up, it was you don't get to see your kids. I think I went six months without seeing him one time, something like that. And that was, I mean, and that was even after we had split up in 2013, and I moved, I moved out and got my own kids and. Even then, she kept from it. Took me getting a parenting plan before I got to see him after all that. But I mean, she would use him against me. She I mean, she knew I cared, so she would use him against me when whenever we went on these little small breaks and wouldn't let me see him. Mm-hmm. So it seems like she was very manipulative. Yeah. So, so let's. And the reason I want to dive into this is because anybody listening, I really want you guys to realize that when we step out of it, we see it, but. And I had this issue too, because I kept saying, I'm not going to fall in the same circle. I'm not going to fall in the same cycle anymore. And then I'm like, gosh, damn it. I threw in the damn same cycle again, you know, because right. Remember, we like to be in our comfort zone, things that we know we like, we we're comfortable. I can, I know this, I know how to deal with this. I know how to understand this. And you fall into that cycle. And with my husband, it was not a cycle I was used to. Oh my God, he went on vacation. What? This guy's actually messaging me? He's not like, oh, sorry. I was spending time with my grandma. I couldn't text you. Okay, but you posted four times on Facebook. Really? You know, yeah. this, he was calling. He was texting. Oh, this is different. Okay. He was seeing me at two o'clock in the morning when I got off work to go eat at Denny's where he had to be up at seven o'clock in the morning to report, you know, you know, like, okay, this is kind of different. You know, yeah, he, he was giving me compliments, which I'm not used to. Oh, you're so pretty. Here's a gift. Oh, you're beautiful. Here's a gift. Who the fudge is this guy? Like, I'm not used to this is creepy. Ugh. I have to like usually go fighting for the guy. Like, can we please hang out? It was something I wasn't used to. Yeah. And, but that was kind of my, oh, I'm not used to this. <clears throat> I'm uncomfortable. This must be a good thing. Because everything that Maz made me comfortable has not been a good thing. And yeah. sure enough, look, five years later. All married and stuff and just living life. <laughs> yeah, we were supposed to have, we were supposed to be planning for number four, December. But with acting and stuff taking off, I was like, yeah, I really don't want to shoot myself in the foot yeah. as I'm getting started. So yeah. I'll, I'm going to put that off till next year. <laughs> Give you some time. I'll be a geriatric pregnancy. <laughs> that was the whole reason. Like after 30, at 35, I'm either done. I, I've already had the kid or I'm pregnant about to have them. I'm not going over 35 because I don't want to be a geriatric, you know, because I'm like, this. The it should be 40. 40 should be the geriatric age, not 35. Like, but, uh, so, so, yeah. so moving on from, from her 13 years, you're like, okay, this B is crazy. She is attacking me while I have my kid. Looking back, you saw the signs. I probably shouldn't have gone back to her. For the kids or not for the kids, it would have been better for the kids had I tried to have a good relationship, gone through the courts to solidify my visitation, right? Moving forward. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> then we get with our most current ex. And I just kind of jumped to that because I really want to touch on that because this is just crazy to me i i get where you were at don't get me wrong 
I get where you were at with trying to be accommodating, welcoming as a husband should. And at the same time, I also don't know how you allowed her to push you into that. Knowing having these past crazy relationships felt like you could have seen this coming. That's my opinion, but dive me into this. Okay. So you first met this girl. Let's go through that. We met her at work. We were working at a West. It turned into a Lorica, and I actually helped train her on the phones when they first came out from their training. And that's how we met. And then um, I didn't really talk to her much. And then I decided to jump into Tinder, and she happened to be on Tinder. And, you know, we swipe right on each other or whatever. And then we start talking from there. Okay. And, you know, I definitely think back on it. It was a huge red flag because she, at the time she was living with her husband who she said they are separated but living together for the kids and pretty much after we started talking within like a week or two she had moved into my house my apartment with me and uh, her four kids as well so seems like she was looking for someone to yep, take care of her much. or that would just get from no, no, one like a stepping stone to move on stepping to move on yeah yeah that <clears throat> Yeah. Okay. So she moves in pretty quickly. First of all, I would have been like, um, you need to pack your shit up and get your kids out of my damn house. It's been like a week. You're moving too damn fast for me, girl. Slow the bleep down. Hold those reins. Second of all, why the bleep are you still with your damn husband if you're willing to move into my damn house so quickly with your kids? Go get yourself a damn apartment. She alleged, yeah, that they were separated and had been for a little bit, but, you know, I don't know his side of the story. So you find out that she wasn't separated from him? That they weren't? Oh, no, I, I didn't find out. Because, like I said, like, not long after we started talking, she was moving in with me. So they split up. But she said they were, she told me they had been split up, you know, Before. I don't know for how long. Yeah. Okay. But they were living together because of the kids and all that stuff. So that was her excuse or cover up to get out of it. Yeah. Okay. So so she moves in. How long ago was that? Uh, we started dating back in February of 2016. Okay. So so February of 2016, she's moved in with her kids. Yeah, we started talking like January, but we didn't officially start dating until February. Okay. So, how long after that did she get official divorce? Oh, shit. That, uh, she didn't actually get official divorce in 2020. It took them five years to get a divorce. Um, and they blame it on this lady called the Guardian of Lightum. Mm-hmm. I guess they were waiting this whole time for her official report and just never got it. And then finally they got it. And yeah, they finally got divorced in 2020. So, Six, four years, almost five years. Hmm. Usually, guardian and litem is required by law to get that in within a certain amount of time. Usually, it's usually a problem with not being able to interview a person or someone within the family that holds them up. No, we were totally cooperative with whatever they wanted, house visits, anything. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Are you sure his side did? Uh, He had a lawyer. We didn't, but we just cooperated with whatever. Well, that's what and I'm saying. Maybe he wasn't being cooperative with the guardian of the litem. That's what I'm saying. I, and I could see that because he's been uncooperative before. I mean, definitely not following what the judge said, but yeah. I could see that. 
So, so you guys finally get divorced. You guys been dating this whole time. Who brought up marriage first? Uh, she actually proposed to me in like 2017, I think. Okay. Red flags, my dear. Red flags, all the bleeping over. Like if I could, it'd be like sticky notes all over this screen. First of all, I'm not, I'm bull. I call BS. I call BS that she was ever separated with her husband. The reason being is that I'm sure he was like, wait, what? I'm sorry, what? Where's my kids? And she's like, oh, we're done. Peace out. Bye. <laughs> I got someone else to take care of me. Because if it had been, and I'm saying this truly, if a person is truly separated from the relationship, they're out and they're in an apartment with their kids. BS. I call BS. I literally had a guy tell me, well, I'm still with my girl, my girlfriend. Well, she's not really my girlfriend anymore. It's my baby's mama because like, I don't have enough money. And I'm like, okay, so you drive a new Mercedes, but you don't have enough money to go get yourself a freaking apartment. No, it's called you are a loafer. Peace out. Flag number one. Flag number two. Shortly after she moves in with you, or no, shortly after you start dating, she moves in. Flag number two. Flag number three. She proposes to you, which means I need to get this going. I need someone to take care of me. I can't take care of myself. I'm codependent. Major red flags there. OMG. How did you not call me for this? I'd have been I like, run, you... nigga, run. Huh? I don't think we were talking at that time. We weren't, but you should have <laughs> Have I ever steered you wrong with advice? Oh, and I don't think I even had your number back then. Oh, boy, there is Facebook. Don't give me that crud. Yeah. yeah it still that. shows up being under mine. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. It was, uh, I'd have slapped some damn sense in you. I'd have been like, you pack up your shit, you pack up her shit, and you say, get the hell out, and you change them damn locks. It was one of those rare times I just fell head over heels. I was all in, man. <sighs> but uh, definitely I mean, learned I I'm okay. I, I will say this. I will be honest with you. I can't be completely a pain in the butt about it. Because first date, December 10th, 2017, me and my husband go out on a date. Or December 10th, yes. December 17th, we're officially dating. And I believe it was January 2nd, officially, we said they love each other. Oh, that was pretty quick, yeah. <laughs> but I will tell you right now that he did not get to meet my son until January 2nd. Yeah, I think you mentioned something like that. Huh? I think, yeah, I remember you mentioned something about that. Yeah, we didn't, I, I was definitely one. I was like, there needs to be, I mean, don't get me wrong, it wasn't like... 40L Virgin was like, we have to have 20 dates and mark them on the calendar. It wasn't like, I wanted like, who are you? Where are you from? Who's your family? I was starting to talk to his sister before I like let him around my kid. And, yeah. you know, it was like, okay, doesn't seem like an ax murderer. <laughs> He's in the military, <laughs> you know, not just that. I'll tell you right now, people can be in the military and be completely pains in the ass. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I told you about like, uh, from Fairchild. There was some, um, for anyone who knows, there is a Air Force base near Spokane, Washington named Fairchild, and they have a special forces unit on it. And those guys are more than arrogant and more than, I would say, incompetent. 
on minding their damn P's and Q's for things. But I invited them to a party and they completely destroyed my house. And and they go, oh, we'll take care of it. Guess what? I never saw a damn dime. Take care of it. My ass. Those guys got kicked out and I saw no money. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. So, you know, again, I can't be too bond, but I never pushed him to move in. I never pushed myself to move in. Of course, I had a house. I I own my own home. Yeah. but I asked him, do you want to move? You know, I was uh, pretty shocked because like, he proposed January 27th. And I'm like, I feel crazy. I feel crazy because I wanted was that to less than two months? Huh? Was that less than two months of dating? Less than two months. Yeah. I wanted to say yes. I'm like, I feel crazy. And I took a minute. I'm sitting there going, have I lost my damn rockers? Like, I'm saying yes to a marriage proposal in less than two months. Like. Are you kidding me? Um, okay. Hmm. And then I thought about it. I'm like, you know, it feels right. And I, you know, this is the reason I didn't once say, I want to marry this guy from when I first started dating him versus the unhealthy, uh, comfortable ones. <gasps> oh my gosh. I love this guy. This guy's so cute. Oh my gosh. I could totally be his missus, you know, far other side, you know, you got to see the differences. But you got to slow down enough to see him when you're in it. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's hard, especially for you. You're a big, you know, big lover. I would say that's the best way I could put it. Just through your heart, you know. Um, you know, and so I I can't. <laughs> I can't judge. But at the same time, I wasn't really bred flags. He wasn't like moving into my house. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he wasn't bringing a shitload of kids with him. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, but at the same time, you, the one thing I will say I have learned with that though, is that you then have to take the next year that you didn't do getting to know each other to get to know each other, but also respecting each other's boundaries and also respecting that each other is growing. And that was yeah. really hard for us because at that same time, the military was pushing him out because um, he was a minority in his group and they just wanted him out. Didn't say or do anything to anybody wrong. They literally were giving, they were setting him up for things to get him in trouble. So it just became a really big issue for him. Uh, yeah. But so... So she moves in. She proposes to you in 2017. So less than a year after she moved in. Walk me through this. Uh, it was before. It was before she got pregnant too, um, which she was on birth control for the. I would say it wrong. The, the little T thing. The I. Is it the IUD. Yeah, IUD. Marina. I always say IED. It's not an IED. It's not explosives. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, we were together. Things were good. Um, we didn't have any problems back then. Um, but, you know, we only lived together in my place for like maybe two months. And then she had property that her grandma gave her when she passed away up in Usk. We moved up there, uh, got that place all fixed up and all that stuff. And, um, yeah, I thought we were just we were out, and yeah, she she uh, proposed to me at a pizza pipeline. Pizza pipeline. 
yeah, she had a friend that worked there, and her friend, uh, her friend brought out uh, pizza, and then she had wrote in the box, "Will you marry me, or is this too cheesy?" And she was like being all weird about it, and told me to open. I was like, "Why the like? Why the fuck would you? I mean, what, what's going on? I open and I see, yeah." So yeah, we got free pizza that night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because she got pregnant. Yeah, and then she got pregnant later on, and. Uh, that year actually she might have been pregnant I don't remember because our son was born uh January of 2000 oh never mind she was already she already had a baby yeah never mind but yeah we already had our first kid because he was born uh January 5th 2017 so, so she moves in you immediately get her pregnant she has a kid and then you guys decide to get married I, I guess immediately I don't know it took a little bit but yeah Pretty much. Kids are 10 months. <laughs> yep. And yeah, we had a kid. And I mean, things were good. I think things were pretty good up until 2018, you know, about three years in. Um, I mean, I wasn't by any means perfect back then. I had a lot of shit going on, shit I had to work on. Um, then, you know, what I, I like, even when we split up in, I think, 2018 I got my own play I had moved out from her the things just weren't going good I said you know well we're you know I want my own space whatever because it was always that thing like it's my home my house shit like that it was never our home never our house even though I did all the work all the you know everything around there as far as you know building on um I added a, a bedroom uh a closet uh, an awning uh you know fix whatever else was going on um we split up and yeah and then uh we took a break i wouldn't say split up you guys took a break uh, I mean, we were we were probably apart for about a month or so but we still talked i still came over seeing the kids all that stuff um and then she eventually when i moved out she moved into her friend's garage and then she eventually moved out into my place i had a four bedroom oh, so wide. why did she move out of the house uh because she didn't want to be up because where we lived it was up in the woods uh unless you had using that internet which was shit, really shitty you didn't have any service no way to talk to anybody so when i moved out she didn't want to be alone up there um at this point she almost from day one she had lost full custody of her kids um in lincoln county uh i think it's because the judge knows her ex's family really well it's a small town uh sprague but so she had them on weekends and yeah so when i left she didn't want to be there, so she left and then after like a month or so we got back together um, there was a lot of issues between my two kids and her. I, I, my oldest son and her just did not get along whatsoever. Um, uh, that probably lasted a year out there before she, without me knowing, she went behind my back, um, got on housing, claiming she was a domestic violence victim, and moved out within like a week. And then I, and I found out I helped her move out and we still kind of stayed together. Um, and then eventually I gave up my house, my, my place to live to go move in with her in Spokane. And that was a fucking mistake right there. That, that was a stupid thing to do. Um, so you just, didn't, so when you moved out to go stay with her, you didn't know that she had claimed domestic violence. No, I had no idea. Cause like, it's like a section eight thing. And usually people on that sit for you. Yeah. And so I found out that was uh, like a fast track and I didn't know that I, I eventually figured it out, but I didn't know it at first. 
Um, and when I moved in with her, I think we were pushing 2019. <clears throat> um, things were still a little rocky, but they were getting better. Um, so right know, here, right here, I'm going to stop right here. Could this, could you not see the red flags? You moved out, red flag. You shouldn't have had to wake up. The other thing is, is no, I can't say that because when it came to like, I did that with my, my husband, I was like, it's my house. And I'm like, okay, I can't do that because he helps pay the mortgage. It is yeah. our house. We are married. And I promised him that this would be our home. And so I had to watch my language, but again, that was me being, you know, of rightful thoughts in mind <laughs> and not crazy, but well. And I think this is going to sound stupid. I know this one. I know this is a red flag, but again, you know, we had the kids and I just want, and I love, I was there since day one of their both born. And up until, you know, last March, I was always there for them. Um, like one time she went down and put on a temporary training around me uh, because she didn't want to see me. And then she dropped it or never went to court. And then I found out she was trying to do it again while we were living together. And I was like, like fuck that like, i'm not getting kicked out of my fucking house so i was i went down to the courthouse and i fucking pulled on her and the judge granted me temporary custody of my kids at that point um, of course we worked it out within a couple of days and whatever but uh why are we going to such extremes i just is what she did and no that was, but that should have been big ass like move the hell out go to court get my kids done <laughs> with red flags yeah, because that wasn't even... She did one more while we were living together. and But we again, we never went to court. I don't I don't know what, what the point behind it was because she, she did it because we got in a huge fight, but then in a couple of days we were talking and, you know, hanging out again and we, none of us went to court to actually follow through with it. Um, but at this point, weren't you guys married? Nope. Well, we didn't get married until 2020. Okay, so, so this is 2018 still, so we're still... Uh, no, at this point, living with her, we're about, uh, somewhere in the beginning of 20, we moved in, she moved out December of 2018, so now we're in 2019 when I'm moving with her, um, and I didn't really know a lot, some of these red flags was that an actual thing, and I'll get into that in a minute, but, um, so eventually, yeah, so eventually, you know, we split up, I was living in her garage for a little bit, um, you're living in her garage, with just, just to stay close to the kids? Yeah, well, that, and I didn't have anywhere to go besides my car because I had left my place to move with her, and, of course, I didn't see this coming. Yeah. Um, let me stay in there, and... I could have seen this coming. I think everyone listening probably could have seen this coming, but... Well, and I and I eventually moved out of the garage because, you know, she told me back in 2017 that she was uh, always been bisexual, and she always going to experience that, but, you know, I wasn't comfortable with that, um, and that comes <laughs> down later. That, that's what screwed me over was that, and... Um, so I eventually moved out because she kept bringing this girl over that she wanted to mess with, but she told me she wouldn't, she doesn't, she hasn't, whatever. And I eventually moved out for a couple months uh, to a room. Um, and then I think September 2020, um, was it 2019? It was 2020. Anyways, we were together for a while, but yeah, then she found out she was about to lose like pretty much full custody of her kids because they were dead. And, um, things were pretty bad we weren't even together at this point and um i had gotten uh a charge against her we got into an argument but she lied and her friend lied and got me in trouble that i pushed her but it was the opposite way around she was pushing me i was just trying to get my shit um 
but you know, two against one, I didn't really have much to say about. They didn't even like uh, bring up my statement in court. So uh, they had been showing a put on me now because of the court system did that. You know, it's like a default. And we Do didn't you think that it was kind of biased because you're a guy? No, it, it always is in Washington. Um, and so anyway, yeah, so now we have a restraining order. I kept a, a charge. Um, but we still, you know, we're still talking, whatever. And then she finds out she's about to lose custody of the kids. And yeah, I believe it was tw- September 2020. Um, she decides, you know, like, you know, hey, I'm going to take off to Missouri and take my kids and not let them have them. And she, again, I think back enough now and I wish I wasn't, I wish I wasn't like, because you know, I, I obviously care about her and loved her. Um, she had offered to leave my two kids with me for a couple months and then I'll come down to Missouri after she gets settled. And I should have fucking taken that deal. You, know, you like should have taken months. that and let her ass go to prison for a federal charge of crossing state lines unauthorized with children. So, yeah, so we did that. She actually didn't. I think she called it a class C felony, but it wasn't even kidnapping. It was called uh, custodial interference. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it wouldn't ever, would never have been that bad if she didn't cross state lines. But because she did, that's why they gave her the classy Sony. Mm-hmm. So, but anyways, yeah, I'm like, okay, let's go. You know, I'll, I got your back. Let's do it. So me and her went to Missouri. And at this point in September, she's officially divorced now. She's no longer married to this guy. Um, why Missouri, think, though, of all places? All her family's there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, we go down there and, you know, she was staying in a domestic violence shelter. I was uh, working DoorDash, just staying in like a weekly stay, whatever. And I would, you know, we'd swap kids and stuff every now and I always had my two, but then she'd send one of hers with me, whatever, um, to help her give her a break. And uh, so, we, yeah, we left the end of September and, uh, you know, we were down there for a while doing this and she said, hey, let's go. Get a mo- get a motel room. I don't. I honestly don't remember what town this was. It reminds me of Twilight. It's like real cloudy, all the trees, and I had no idea what was going on. So yeah, let's get a room, all this stuff, and so we did. And then so oh, let's get dressed up and take some pictures. So I was like, yeah, cool. And then she brings me to this hitching post they have in Arkansas. We drove down to Arkansas. I'm like, okay, you know, like I really want to get married. I appreciate you going through this with me. Blah blah. Um. Uh, yeah. So I fucking married her at a hitching post, and that was that. <laughs> Ah, big red flag. Sticky notes, sticky notes all over the screen again. Ah. Yep, and yep, and then she, they finally found her, or at least found her number. They couldn't really find where she's at because in a DV shelter, they don't have to tell anybody you're there. Yeah. And, uh, she agreed to go to the, the place and sign a piece of paper saying she'll come back to Washington and take care of all this. And, you know, they said, the guy she talks to, I won't arrest you, don't worry. Um, as soon as she walked in, he's like, I'll be right back. And he had another officer come out and arrest her because <laughs> he said he wouldn't. Um, yeah. yeah, so she um, got arrested there. I, And then she left her kids with a friend. If something did go bad, her friend handled that and sent all the kids back or turned them in, essentially, to the law enforcement. And I just had my two kids. And the plan was, you know, if she did get arrested, I'm headed back to Washington because that's where they're going to take her. Um they held her for 30 days before they, uh, they pretty much held her 30 days because that's the long ticket holder without letting her go. And then, but they finally came and transferred down here. Um, but yeah, while she was in July, I went back to Washington. I um, got my kids back into daycare. Uh, I was working. 
I was living back in up, so I'm driving an hour into town to take my kids to daycare and just work all day doing DoorDash and stuff. Um, then I held it down for my kids and all that stuff while she was gone, and she got out. As soon as she got back to Washington, I had her bailed out within 24 hours. Um, and like again, things were really good. I don't and and when we got married, um, I just kind of felt like. Like, I felt even more in love with her and thought, okay, things are going good. Things have been going good. Things have changed. Um, so you never, you were thinking about you. I, I'm not trying to be mean, but you're thinking about you this whole time. Like, not once have I heard you talk about her. You never thought about her intentions or how she was feeling on this. Well, I mean, she, we talked about it all the time. Like, she, you know, we talked about No, no, about no. It. But your interpretation of her feelings on it. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Because there's one thing for someone to say it, but then for you to take it, emotionalize it, internalize it, and then be able to spit it back out, does it sound right? You know what I mean? Not oh, once, I, 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 I look at this as all, and I'm just saying from the gay one, I'm, I'm hearing it as she was looking for someone to help her get herself where she wanted to go. And you just were always that person, that stepping stone for her. And marrying you was the only way in her head she could, oh, if I marry him, then I'm not going to lose custody of my kids. They'll see that I have a man in my life, that I'm serious, that they'll give me my kids back. They won't take them away from me. I just see you as a pawn. I mean, I, I know it's hard now looking out from the outside, but do you see that now? Do you, do you see the? Oh, I, I agree. Um, I did, because I did a lot, you know, I wasn't in, you know, I cooked and I cleaned, even after working and. Like I said, I did all this work for the place to make it better for the kids and have a bigger place, you know, and all this stuff. Um, I definitely think so. Yeah, now, um, especially with how things ended, because um, even when she got out, she had to go back and go do like another month and a half in jail. And, you know, again, I held everything down. I made sure she had money on her books, you know, uh, kids made his daycare, all that stuff. And. The whole time, I just thought things were going. I know we had a couple issues, you know, but um, other than that, I thought things were overall pretty good. Now, I wouldn't say I would say that when you said Washington very much overshadows the men. I don't find that very true on my own personal account because they gave my son's father way more visitation off the get go than he should have. He had never been in this kid's life for three years almost, and they go, oh. Yeah, he can have every other weekend and a full week a month. Sorry, what? I don't let this kid stay with a babysitter that long. Some people get lucky, I guess. I just, I've never been fortunate enough to have things go ever good in my way. Yeah. So, but, what do you, um, so go ahead. Go ahead oh, I was going to finish the story real quick. Like, um, yes, yeah, after she got out of jail, things were going good about uh, September of 2021. He started showing me all these videos on TikTok about uh, polyamorous people and sister wives and all this stuff. And, you know, she already knows my standpoint about bringing another woman into the relationship. And I wasn't comfortable with it, but it basically came down to either I agreed to have a third or she was just going to go do it either way. Another red flag. Yeah. And, you know, I tried to talk, I was like, you know, I said, I said you can, but I can't promise you we're going to stay together after that. 
Like I just I'm not I would, no 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 I would no no I can't promise you no 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 that's where you can but you better believe there will be a divorce decree on the front door with your name and the door locks will be changed. That's what it should have been down to. Be now remember being a lover and open hearted doesn't mean you have to allow people to walk over you. Doesn't yeah. mean you have to be their cushion, their their stepping stone, their their beat up doll. You can still be a big lover. You can still have a big heart. You don't have to be their trash. I uh, definitely, yeah, no, I learned a lot from how this has all went down. Um, and so, yeah, and so I finally agreed. I finally agreed. Um, I actually found someone online and we started talking to her. And um, pretty much from the moment we met and actually met in person, um, I kind of just already seen her distancing herself from me um she's and, found know, her did. next step well and and we did we did um we all three were intimate together um i, I mean as a guy it was kind of fun the first time you know <laughs> i was like fuck yeah whatever but then after <laughs> that every man's dream every man's dream well, but then she started but then she starts pushing me on her like you know you need to go spend some time with her alone and blah 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 and i just like uh, I, I don't know i'm not so comfortable about it um and it just eventually came to where i was just like i i, I feel bad because now i feel like i'm cheating and i mean and, and i know it's something she's okay with and all that but i i just couldn't process that after um you know hanging out with her alone and stuff i just i just felt like shit and i was like you know i tried to talk to you about it and i and the day she kicked me out <clears throat> Um, you know, I told her, like, hey, you know, I can't do this with her anymore. I, I'm just not into it. Um, you know, I thought it was going to be all right. And I, uh, you know, I said, you can keep her. Fuck it, you know, because I mean, she made it very clear to me as well that now that she um, has tried this and been with a woman, she was never going back to just being with one guy. So, um, yeah, I know for the month of us, you know, I, I've seen her just slowly going away, you know, it was less about me, how I felt, um, all about her, and they were posting pictures on Facebook together, and, you know, I seen the signs coming, and I, I thought, okay, how can I say this, and I thought, I was like, you can keep her, I just don't want to be a part of it, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to touch her, I don't want to kiss her, I don't want to sleep with her, I don't want nothing to do with that, I just want to be with you, and, uh, yeah, after I said that, it was, I don't want, I don't want to be with you no more, I want a divorce, and you need to move out, and so I did. I, I think I stayed for two two or three days to get all my well, most of my shit together. And I, I already knew the restrainer was coming from her, so that's why I was just like, whatever, I'm not even gonna and of course it did. They they did. Um find they didn't find me, I had to go meet them because when I moved out nobody knew where I was. So and that yeah, that's how it happened and um she said she was gonna co parent and all that stuff and she went and put her training on me and my two kids and the judge fucking gave it to her because of uh, a photo I posted in 2015 when I used to own a shotgun. Or not 2015, 2012. I think it was 2011 the fucking picture was. Um, and because of my, my criminal past, uh, the judge gave her that and said, uh, yeah. You know, and the things she said about me in her... Um, Alpha David is—he is such uh, a fucking liar, man. And 
even recently when I got myself arrested for believing in her and going to meet up with her. I know I wasn't supposed to, duh, but, you know, she said if we could talk, maybe you could see the kids. And uh, that's, you know, she got me with the kids. And, and that's why I went and seen her and broke the restraining order. Um, got myself arrested. So that's fun. I'm doing with that. But, you know, I learned a lesson. And I never, like, I never seen the red flag. I didn't know um, verbal abuse mental abuse was considered domestic violence until I took a parenting class recently and it kind of opened my eyes to that. I was like, I just didn't I just think as a man you could be a victim of domestic violence especially one my size and as big as I am. Um but then after I watched the video I started realizing like, holy shit, like yeah, she really because he was very emotionally It wasn't even just her. If you think about every relationship you've been in, you have been consistently trained that this is okay that this is how it works this is how a relationship is and you've repeatedly gone back to that comfort zone that zone i'm telling you that the next time you get to a girl and you're like oh i like this girl back the bleep up and go nope i'm comfortable i need to go talk to that girl in the corner that makes me uncomfortable right now yeah well yeah and i and yeah so i yeah i definitely realized and then i realized you know how emotionally um abusive she was and I, I and i mean i knew she was but you know i just like whatever she's mad so she's saying things she doesn't mean yeah so no i appreciate how, you like that's why i wanted you to come on here especially with the johnny depp thing you know a lot of people wanted to take her side and you know me i'm a very open person i look at both sides i like to listen to both sides before i make a decision you know what i mean that's just who i am and um when I started hearing these things about him hitting her and stuff and these claims, I go, where's all the other women, all the women that he's dated, married. Why haven't they come yeah. forward? Where's these other women that are saying he's abusive? Where's his assistant, his people on set. Everyone's saying he's a nice guy. If he's such a nice guy, why is he just beating this girl up? And then it came out that the videos were released from the police officers, chest cams, yeah. And you you can hear her like, he was throwing wine. And they're like, I don't see any mess. You could hear the cops like, where's the mess? There is yeah. no mess because there was nothing, you know, and that's where you start hearing the lies. And, and for me, that really puts a sour part in my mouth and it pisses me off because men like you, okay, it's not that you guys are pushovers. It's not that men are weak if this happens to them. They are victims just like anybody else who gets caught up on the wrong side. They they see it a certain way and then, whoa, they get blindsided. You know, Johnny Depp was one of those people, like he said in one of his interviews, he's like, when I first met her, I like, this girl's going to put me in my grave. He knew it, you know, like, and but that's the thing, right, is that men too can become victims. And I love that he finally put it straight you can be a man and you can be a victim and it's not just women and it really pisses me off because i've known some of those girls who have claimed rape who have claimed abuse and it's not true yeah and i've it irks me and women if you hear this do not do that because it literally screws it up for those who really are victims and men please don't do it either <laughs> but i mean so moving forward you know, what is it that 
So she used your kids against you saying, oh, I'll let you see the kids knowing that you had a restraining order to lure you in, got you arrested. You know, now you see this, how do you feel like you're going to be moving forward with, I guess, seeing your kids at least, right? Cause you haven't been able to really see your kids and that's why you went. Almost six months. Yeah. Um, and like I said, it was my fucking fault. I knew, I, I knew I shouldn't have everything inside me told me, don't go, don't go. Everybody told me don't go, but it was just the idea of seeing my kids. Um, it, it won and I went anyways and you know, I got myself in trouble. And um, now my lawyer, I got a lawyer, he's working on things. Um, and I think we're here pretty, hopefully in the next week or so, still have some temporary orders and so I can see my kids. That's good. I'm good to hear that. And I would love it if you can come back and we can see how you're progressing with that. And that, you know, also I'd love to hear you going with someone who's uncomfortable for you. No more comfortability. (laughs) I actually was just dating somebody not long ago and she was super awesome. Uh, You know, open. She said she was in therapy. She had her own issues from her ex, but that was a while ago. But, um, you know, I didn't really see any red flags, but uh, everything was going good. I think we were together for about three weeks, you know, no no Russian things or anything like that. And um, I knew this was a possibility, but we, I mean, you might have seen it. We were together on Facebook. Um, somehow my ex found out and she tracked her down and started a bunch of drama. And so that goes like, listen, I, I don't want to be a part of this if your ex is going to be like this. So. So we why didn't you block your ex from your Facebook? Oh, she's not. She's not. It had to have been on that girl's side because my Facebook, if you ain't my friend, you can't see pretty much anything. You can't see my friends, even if you are my no, friend. No, I wouldn't have been there. It's probably a friend of you that still has connections to your ex. No, because I, uh, I went through and I deleted everybody after that I knew knows her and all that shit. But the girl I was dating did have a mutual friend with my ex. So mm-hmm. I, somewhere around there. Yeah, so she just she messaged her and talked to she had another girl message her too talking shit about me that I don't even know mm. so she was just like no that's like that's too much I don't want that kind of drama in my life I still got my own shit going on so yeah we ended up splitting up so well if I, if I can give some little if little bit of hints take some time for you I took and, and I know this like when after I had my son I literally took the first like three years just to be a mom yeah i'm serious and then when i did start dating i'm like oh my god this is what i have to choose from it's like freaking puddle in the parking lot of the freaking quickie mark and i'm pretty sure these are like the sperm babies that some guys jerked off to and thrown into the puddle of grown up and this is what i get to pick from (laughs) it was so bad um and a lot of guys weren't respectful a lot of guys didn't understand time uh you know so that was that was yeah yeah i mean take your time i and i'm gonna say that for everybody out there if you're going through a breakup or whatever don't rush into another one that's the wrong thing to do oh huh oh sorry i pushed the button okay (laughs) no i haven't been with anybody since um we split up and um so yeah it's been almost six months and then i met this girl uh probably about a month three weeks we were together or knew each other before you know all that happened and we split up so it's apparent that my ex is still somehow 
trying to stalk me down a room. That's life. fine. You know what that is? I call that karma and karma's telling you to take some time for you. Yeah. You need you need to figure out and see these red flags and and I would suggest this. I know it sounds funny. This is something I did. Go on those Tinder sites and stuff. Read through their profiles and see the red flags. If you can't see the red flags, then there's something wrong. Yeah, I know we all got it. You can go through and find at least one red flag on everybody's. Yeah. Well, like I said, I'm not perfect. And I don't well, no, I that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the red flags. This way, it's training you to be a better sorter when it comes time to it. When you start talking, you're like, oh, that's kind of a red flag. Mm, and I'm very comfortable with this person. You take it that you're going to back off a bit. Do you see what I'm saying? Because distance is better than putting all in. And that's what you're used to, right? You're used to her moving in quickly. You're used to having all those people around. You're used to that dependency. Try not to have that dependency. You know I'm always here. We've been around for too long. I'm always here. Yeah, no, I I know. And I could say, you know, really, when she got me arrested, that really just put, like, everything in perspective you know um because before the the night before you know she was talking all nice and shit to me and just you know being sweet and shit so again you know that's kind of she knew how to get me that's all i'm saying and i fell for it yeah now it's done it's over i'm living with it you know i gotta deal with it because i made the mistake and so yeah so um, so I always like to, and I don't mean to cut you off. Like I said, I really want you to come back again. We really want to do some updates and and see where this goes. Yeah. Um, I really would like to. Um, but I always like to end my uh podcast with a question and an answer from you that might be helpful. And so um, I was wondering, what would you have to say to another man? that might be either in the middle of spousal abuse, um, relationship abuse. Maybe they're not seeing it. They're making excuses. You're like, oh, well, just for this or just for that. What do you think you could say that you've learned that might be helpful for them? Or even a woman, too. Uh, I get the fuck out. Get out. Okay, they may not see the red flags, you know, or they're making excuses like, well, I need to save for the kids. I need to protect I the kids. That. I made the excuses and made them for years and look where it got me. I was used and used and used until I was no longer needed. And now, you know, now it's going to be this whole custody battle. Um, so, yeah, definitely, man, if you see him, you got to get out. Otherwise, you end up in some situations like this or in jail, you know. Or worse. I think the best thing is, like I was saying earlier, is that sometimes it's better to be a parent on the outside than stay together and be on the inside. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, definitely. I really appreciate you for coming on, Cameron. <laughs> and like it's I said, fun. we'll definitely have you on again. Um, so for everyone listening, don't forget, um, like, subscribe, however they call it. What do they say? Hit the button, like it, ah, right here. Hit the like button. Hit Fair. the like button. <laughs> uh, we're on Spotify, Reasons, Podvine. I'm trying to get us onto iHeartRadio and Google Podcasts. So stay tuned on that. And as soon as I can figure out how to download these big files of videos, we will also be on YouTube. But we do have a channel, Damn Crotch Goblins Podcast. 
Also, um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or topics you'd like to us to cover, damncrotchgoblinspodcast at gmail.com. So don't forget that. Okay. All right, you guys. Till next time. Thank you very much. All right.